0: What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are rocking with us here on the Decoding Success Podcast, kicking off 2020. And to kick off this episode, I am joined by my brother, someone I've literally known since 2005. When I think about that, 2005, I was in seventh grade. We were in seventh grade. That's right. We were attending a summer camp together. His brother was in the school where the summer camp was being held. Uh, when I look back, bro, there was three of us. It was me, you, and Leander, the three of us together. Right, Um going way, way back, and the reason I want to talk about this topic today with you is because we have literally both seen each other evolve and grow over the course of of our journey. Right, obviously, I left that school after freshman year, but it's not like we were so distant. Mm-hmm. We lived in the same neighborhood. We had each other on social media. Then, you know, we were back together when we were doing clubs and nightlife and things of that nature. So. Without further ado, my fucking brother, Brian Fasheen, thank you for joining on?
1: us, bro. Thank you for having me. Of it's course, pleasure. man.
0: Of course. I'm really excited to have you. I know it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been trying to, to get
1: you over here, but you're so fucking busy during the <laughs> holiday season. But, um, I'm glad well, you're here, holidays man. are over now. But it's I like that you mentioned Evolve because, you know, it's always so funny when I think about my friendship with you from where we went when we met in seventh grade from the little jerk that you were and, and the same thing i was a little jerk to then right, and then right, right. where we went through from our years together in high school when you when you left to go to a different school how we were working together in nightlife at one point and to where we are now it's like i always tell everyone this because i always get so many mixed reviews about you and uh, you know some people like you some people don't but i always say you know what i know exactly where everyone comes from because i've seen matt in all those stages and yeah. i can firmly say that You're different from who you were as the the child that you were because we were children at that time. But literally, you're a completely different person even from, again, seeing you in the formative years. Right. So it really is an evolution. It's it's wild.
0: It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And that brings us to the topic. And um, this topic was actually shared to me by someone that's going to be joining the show as well. And there were a whole bunch of topics. But I I was looking over the list and I'm like, I can't talk to the – to this point with anyone else than I can with you because of what you just mentioned, right? And this goes for both of us, bro. You've completely evolved yourself, right? It's amazing to see. And to that point, I wanted to talk about essentially our biggest regret and or failure that has helped you to get to where you are today. Mm. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that we're going to dwell on that moment, right? But there's multiple different topics within this one that I want to get into, but uh, I'm curious, man, what do you feel like your biggest regret slash failure
1: was that got you to where you are today? So it's it's hard for me to really sit back and say what I regret because I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Right. Something as simple back to my high school decision. I always wanted to go to St. Francis Prep. I was supposed to go to St. Francis Prep. And then I got in some trouble and I was giving you the, the option that you're either going to go to Cathedral or you're going to go to Franklin K Lane. And I didn't want to necessarily go to Franklin right, K Lane right, right. No one does. not a very safe school. Uh, or at least for my liking. So, you know, I always thought that was something that was a great or, or a missed opportunity because it's not something that I wanted to do. It's something I was forced into. But Looking back on it now, it brought me to where I am today. The people that I've met, the the opportunities that I've been given right. all stems from something that could have a completely different trajectory now if I would have just gone to just a different high school.
0: 100%. So you think that one decision of going to high school drastically
1: changed everything for you? I think that's definitely a paradigm shift for – you know, if we're talking about regrets or missed opportunities, you know, I think that's always one that I dwelled upon uh, for a very long time. Right. But looking back on it now, I don't regret it at all, and I wouldn't change a single thing. Right. You know, obviously there there are moments in our life where we could say, oh, I wish I made a better decision, or I wish I would have handled that situation differently. but. You know, where you are today is a result of every life experience that you've had, whether you consider it good or bad. 100%. Or if you have some level of regret to it, you know, you have to accept what's going on in in your life and in all circumstances. But from where to where I am now, I honestly live life with, with no regret whatsoever, Right. And I'm very blessed to say where I am today. I have a lot of opportunities. I have, you know, a lot to look forward to, especially in this brand new year. I'm getting married later on in the year, so that's something that obviously I can't shut up about everywhere I go. I love it. But it's I don't live a life of regret, right? So it's not something I really dwell on. I'm are there expecting. little thi- Are there little things? Yes, yeah. but that that's definitely a big one for me that I always said, how would my life be different if I. Didn't get get into that that mischief and get in trouble and and not go to the school that I wanted to and be right. forced into a different situation. Perfect example from from me not going to St. Francis Prep and going Cathedral was you and I did actually get to spend a year together in high school because our freshman year we were we were together before we went to Christ the King. Um, so that alone helped in me even seeing the evolution in in both you and I. Right. You know it. it, it we were both in two different classes. You know, there was the, the honor class, which I was in, and then there was the- The, the B- squingeal class. Yeah, the, that's exactly- I was trying to be polite <laughs> about it, but yeah. Uh, and you were more of the, the class clown, and not that I wasn't. I was the class clown of the honor class, right. and you were just the class clown of the class clown class. Right, right, right. So it's, it's funny, you know- Seeing how everything turns out, and then again, you left to go to uh, a different school. You and I were a part of the same friend cliques, and then we weren't. And then you know, little nonsense beef happens. At one point, we weren't we weren't friends, but you know, everything comes back and comes full circle. So again, I don't really live a life of regret. I don't live a life of, you know, holding animosity and grudges. Everything happens for a reason. right? So where you are today, where I am today are all results of everything that's happened. Again, both good and bad.
0: I agree. And I do believe that we are very much so a product of our actions and choices. And that's kind of what you just alluded to there. When I think about it, I wasn't expecting that answer from you. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think that your high school decision was that impactful but it's very interesting you say that for me when I look back and it's not that I regret this again and don't get me wrong I feel like we're on opposite ends of the spectrum here which is why I love being able to have you here right now because we could talk both sides I most definitely do have regrets in life um, of course over time they dwindle down and they're not really regrets after a certain point but for me man it comes down to failing out of Queensborough failing out of fucking community college, right? Like, when I look back at that, and the reason I say that is monumental for me, and I, that is a failure, 100%, but the way I rebounded from that failure is what I think was the most monumental part of it. Not necessarily failing out, but dude, when I failed out, I was out of school for a full year, put me on track to graduate in six years as opposed to four. Now, it took me four years to get a two-year degree. Sure. It took me four years to get a two-year degree, and then it took me two, uh, no, it took me three to get... You know, The Bachelor's after that. But, bro, I went from failing out to fucking honors. I I went from failing out because I was fucking hustling so hard in the nightlife, hustling so hard, doing a whole bunch of shit like crazy, and... Next thing you know, I'm doing free work, right? I'm becoming a fucking club president. I'm being an ambassador of student entrepreneurship, like all that shit. So when I look back, I feel like that right there was the the course change, right? Like I might've been trending Southwest and the next thing you know, I'm going Northeast. Right. Right. So when I look at that, I'm like, fuck, like that is most definitely the, you know, the turning point for me, which is why I bring that up. But you mentioned something along the lines of not living with regret. So I'm curious, how do you find yourself doing that?
1: Well, I, I do like to take life day by day, you know. I try and wake up every single day with a clean slate. You right. know, I try and not dwell on necessarily things that happened in the past. And yeah, are there days where work carries over from the day before? Are there days that you know you already know are going to be more of an annoyance than some others? Yes, absolutely. But you know, I, I try and live a life of of, of gratitude. Or try and be appreciative of, of everything that surrounds me. You know, even just taking a couple of minutes to just look around. Right. You could be anywhere. I mean, everyone says, "Oh, you know, you got to go to nature to you know experience the, the the world and experience what's surrounding you." There's beauty in every situation in life, no matter where you are. Agreed. It's just how you look at things. hmm So you know, I, I I try and always find the beauty in, in in every situation or every person, every moment of life. Right. You know. Good, bad, or ugly, because you know you we, we have a blessing being here. We have a, we have an extreme blessing being you know citizens of the United States and and living here in in this country. You know that that alone, everyone's like, you know, you want to talk about going back a couple of years because now reflecting on the past decade, you know, the one percenters. You remember that whole big occupy right. Demo- occupy Wall Street crap that was going on. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, the ninety nine percent of us don't live like the the one percent. But one thing that, 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 that always made me think and was so funny about that whole entire situation is every single person, even in that Occupy Wall Street that was sitting in those tents for, for the weeks on end, they're all a part of the 1% just by being here and the opportunities that we get being in this country. You don't get the, the freedoms, the respect, the, the lifestyle that we do. In ninety nine percent of the world. Yeah, we're blessed. We are blessed. But people don't see the blessings that are around them every single day. You know, I don't like being surrounded by those people that are always complaining or always have something to say and right. and the, the the woe is me people or I don't have a situation like you because you had a this situation better than me. No. No, not at all. Right. It's just I know to see the beauty in life and to see an opportunity where, where it presents itself. It's crazy you say that. I'm reading a book right now and
0: I forget the name of the book. Uh, this is the second time I'm talking about the book today. and I forget the name of the book, but what you just said is huge. What we often do, and this is me, this is me until I read the book and realized I was fucking doing this for so long. I'm 27, I did this for 27 years. I focus on the want and the need, meaning, I look at you, Brian, and I say – and this is – when you focus on the want and the need, you compare yourself. So I look at you, Brian, and I say, you know what? I wish I drove a Jaguar XJ. I know that was your your father's car. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that, right? I wish I drove a – I want the Jaguar XJ. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. This is what we don't focus on. We don't focus on the am I willing or am I unwilling, meaning the want and need – is what i just said i am willing and i am unwilling comes down to am i willing to work a hundred hours a week to be able to get that car right am i unwilling to satisfy for driving to work in a honda as opposed to a jaguar xj Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so you bringing that up man is fucking huge like that that's literally been ringing in my mind i'm putting out a video on that on monday legit i just recorded a fucking video it's like So fresh on the mind. I I appreciate you sharing that. And one thing you did mention that I love to get your opinion on here as well is essentially the carryover. You mentioned how work can carry over into the next day. Uh, Obviously, I've had plenty of shit carry over into the next day, especially recently. We all do. How the fuck do you box that out, bro? Or how do you... You know what? That's the wrong question. How do you find yourself settling it, accepting it, things of that nature... Boxing it out is the total, that's the opposite of what you should do, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I apologize for even asking that question. The real question should be, how do you accept it? How do you forgive it? How do you, et cetera, et cetera.
1: One of my life's quotes that I say every single day, multiple multiple times daily, is it is what it is. Okay? You can't, sometimes you can't control the situation. There's some people that say, I have absolute control of every single scenario of everything going on at once. Bullshit. And I'll call that on on anyone right. because sometimes there are situations that we can't control. There's situations that do get out of hand or situations that are just unexpected. Emergencies, you know, people getting hurt, people getting sick, just as, just as a brief example. It is what it is. Right. Are you going to let something insignificant impact your day? Are you going to let a car accident that you might have gotten to a fender bender on your way to work? Are you going to let that ruin the rest of your day? Sure, it might suck, but it is what it is, bro. That shit lingers, though, bro. It does, and it sucks. You know, I get it. Believe me. Listen, the past month and a half, okay? I, I, I own my FedEx company, right? It's been a complete nightmare because literally every day fo- follows into the next because I'm trying to make sure everyone's holidays packages are getting delivered. Right. That the real Santa Claus is out there are making sure that they're delivering all their their smiles by Christmas time. Right. And listen. It is what it is. Were there mornings that I woke up that I just stre- I woke up in, in a state of stress? Absolutely. But am I going to let that state of stress carry over the whole entire day? Am I going to let that affect my mood for the rest of the day? I'll I'll be pissed off for ninety seconds maybe, and just say you know what, it is what it is, and just grit down and do it. But you know, it's funny that you're you're mentioning you know, is it nice to drive you know the the, the high end luxury cars versus driving like a Honda or a Ford? Okay. You you could see other people out there and you could say, man, I wish I had that kind of life. Again, to, to the, the, the complainers, the people that I don't like. You could see other people's accomplishments. You could see other people's successes and the things that they've flown out there. But what impact does that have on your life? Negative, bro. It's Negative. It's Why do bad. you care about someone else? Be happy for them. Right. If my boy hits the lottery and is, it becomes a multi millionaire overnight, guess what? I'm gonna be happy for him. I'm not going to be hitting him up for money like most other people would. I'm going to be happy as hell for him because that's the that's the opportunity they were given. But everything that I have in, in my life, I have because I worked hard for it and I've hustled my ass off, and I'm not going to continue stopping now. You know, I, it's one thing that I get, especially now on a coaching end side that I do that everyone's like, oh, you're so inspiring and you know, you're so motivating. How did you get so successful at such a young age? Well, first of all, I don't think 27 is young at all. You know, maybe I like to think it is I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely like to, but everyone's like, oh my God, how did you get all your success at such a young age? And I tell everyone, yo, age is a gauge. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 25 years old or you're, or you're 85 years old. You could have success at any point in life. Why are you going to dwell on my success and say, oh, I wish I had his. or I wish I had his opportunities. Or you could use that as fuel and say, wow, if he did it, I could do it too. Right. I didn't have any other different opportunities than anyone else. But I saw opportunities that did present themselves and I acted upon them ways they wouldn't. Yeah. And I always say to, to people, you know, I want to live the life – uh, of people asking me at first, why are you doing something? Because in three years' time, when they start asking me how I did it, that just, that just makes like the, the fire inside of me light up. Because at first you're doubting me and my abilities, but then you're the same type of person that's gonna come back and say, "I wish I did it just like you." I I I oh, you have th- th- this nice thing. You're driving this nice car. Now how did you do it? Right. And I'm not I don't I'm not I wouldn't want to gloat in their face and I would be happy to just show them how. Right. But again, peep there's so many opportunities that are given to everyone throughout the, the whole entire year, every single decade, and just so many people just don't know how to act upon it. And that's I think a huge, lot of that has bro. to do with fear too. Yeah. They're afraid of the unknown. They're they're afraid of something that's different. They're afraid of stepping out of their comfort zone.
0: Well, I think fear is a good thing. I was just listening to an interview with Teddy Atlas. Tyson's former trainer, obviously, you see Teddy Atlas on ESPN Boxing and things. The Oftentimes, fear is looked at in such a negative way, but we need fear to have courage. You can't have courage without fear. When you think about it, it's like, what are you going to be courageous about, right, if you're, if you're not fearing something? But what you said, man, hits the fucking nail on the head from why to how, bro. That right there is what really... Gets the fucking juices going, right? That's that feeling of fulfillment when they look at you and said, for X amount of years, why, why, why? And sometimes the people saying, why are your parents? Sometimes the people saying, why are the people closest to you, you know? And they'll ask you, why, why, why? But you just hit the nail on the head, bro. When you could say how, when they start asking you how and you could tell them how, that's what we're doing this for.
1: So I could tell you, definitely one of the hows is you need to have a strong team. You have to have people in your corner backing you up. Right. You know, every athlete out there, every you know successful person always has someone behind them that's coached them, that's mentored them, right, that's pushed right, right. them in the right direction and also helped them break out of that fear. And I could say definitely a lot of my success comes from having an amazing team specifically my parents right. I always had their support. they never really they, uh, when I was younger they questioned what I did and some of the choices that I made yeah. but you know once I, they, they start seeing me mature into the, a man you know they, they started listen what the decisions you make are completely on your own. You know, you need to anticipate the consequences of your actions and what you do. And that's when when I did get in trouble all the way back to that high school decision. You know, my I remember my dad printed it out and posted it up on my wall. And it, I guess I saw it as a punishment at first, but it literally was a giant banner, nothing fancy about it. It was just black and white. And it said, anticipate the consequences of your actions. And at first, again, I didn't like seeing that every single day because I thought it was almost a punishment, but it really stuck. Yeah. Anticipate the consequences I love of that. your actions. And. With that, it kind of instilled some level of accountability, responsibility, whatever you want to call it, you know? But you need to again you need to anticipate any action that you do is going to have a consequence and there's gonna be a result of what happens. Right. You know, it's it, it it's going to be it is what it is sometimes, but how you act upon it is really what it comes down to. And then having that team of people behind you to support you, to encourage you, to motivate you. You know, I consider you very much a part of my team. You and I are in completely different industries, completely different backgrounds. But you are absolutely someone on my team because you're someone that I could call almost as if you're on my board of, of, of advisors. Likewise. And I could ask you my opinion. Matt, how would you deal with this situation? Or am I approaching this the wrong way? Right. Uh, you know, And I could – Take your experiences, your advice, and try and formulate my plan. You know, everyone wants to, to take all the credit themselves. There's no one out there who's done something because of just themselves. It's because they had a team, a strong team behind them. Right. To make sure that they had all the pieces in place for them to accomplish whatever they, they set out to. Again, just simply going back to an athlete. You know, athlete is only as good as their coach. Exactly. You could be the best most skilled and talented player out there in any sport doesn't matter because if you have someone who has a better coach they're going to beat you every single time 100% because you might be physically fit but the the real muscle that everyone overlooks is the mind if you that's really the, the the mentally fit is what really makes you the strongest and the best
0: exactly we just had uh Ryan Harris on here who's uh offensive lineman of the Denver Broncos he won the Super Bowl with them whole bunch of other teams uh, the Steelers um, the Chiefs a few other teams and he meant when I asked him I was like who is the hardest person to defend and he was like Bill Belichick mm-hmm. the fucking coach right That's right? Cra- it's crazy you say that and to that point Obviously, before we started recording this, I was giving you some insight as to what um, happened during my first coaching session today, which was phenomenal. Right. And one of the topics that came about was forgiving ourselves. And I know we briefly touched on this, but I'm curious – How do you forgive yourself? And the reason I ask is because at the end of the day, man, I mean, I didn't know how to forgive myself. Luckily, today I was given some medicine and a step-by-step formula with directions as to how I can start forgiving myself. And it's phenomenal. I'm not going to give it away here on the show just because I don't want to, um, you know, I I want people to check Ashton out. Even the colonel doesn't give out
1: his secret recipe. Right, right.
0: It was the reason why people keep going back for his chicken. Exactly. (laughs) All I could say is that it was phenomenal, but I'm curious, how have you found yourself forgiving yourself in situations where you knew you were wrong or you knew you were making the wrong decision, which happens to me all the time. I'll fucking know I'm making the wrong decision, yet I'll still do it and then I'll feel fucking guilty after and then I fucking let that hang over me Mm -hmm. for X amount of time. Again, the carryover, right? So all of this is tying in right here.
1: Again, it's back to what I said earlier It's it's self-acceptance and self-awareness all Right You know, see when I'm pissed off and I'm mad One one of my major flaws is I, I shut down sometimes And What do you mean by that? I shut down, like I won't talk to anyone You know, I'll bottle up a lot of emotions And that's also another problem that You know, I, I, I gotta deal with I right. like to bottle up my emotions And it's almost like I'm a bottle of champagne Once you start shaking it up, it just all explodes All at once Yeah uh, but sometimes I just need that that moment uh, to just be by myself. You know, I don't want to talk to one. I don't want want to see anyone and it's it, it's it's something that I, I shouldn't necessarily be doing to myself because I should be able to talk through any emotions or, or anything, but that's how I, I cope with things sometimes. but I try and not let it. Last for too long You know for me it's I don't like necessarily Going to sleep upset Or going to sleep angry I like to deal with Situations in the moment Because again I, li- I like to start Every single day With a clean state slate Does it always work out That way? No But why am I going to let A problem from one day Carry over to the next? Right Because who knows If that next day Is your last day It's true mm-hmm.
0: It's true And I think I'll, You know You hit the nail on the head For me Being alone is Really fucking great it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. And I feel like a lot of motherfuckers don't want to be alone because of this shit. Because of this. <sighs> sh- That's why I just got off social media for 10 days. I wanted to be alone.
1: Honestly, as as much of a blessing our, our cell phones are, our smartphones, I call them dummy phones because it's made us a lot stupider. 100% stupider. It's, it's made the world so much smaller, but it, 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 it makes us, it takes away our creative ability to start thinking outside the box. Right. You know, now it's, if you can't figure out an answer, Google it. Right. Do I do it every single day? Absolutely. Who doesn't? Yeah, you have to. But at the same time, is it also takes away my creativity and being able to think outside the box? Well, if I didn't have uh, uh, the answer to everything in my pocket anymore, well, then now how am I figuring out a situation? How right. am I dealing with it? You know? And the 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 cell phones are the worst thing. You know? And I, I try and distance myself. And actually, whenever now when I get the the notification on Sundays, hey, you decreased. Twelve percent from the week prior. I love that. I love seeing that. I love that. I, I pat myself on the back whenever I see I decrease decrease my screen time. I love that. You know because it, it, this thing literally makes us disconnect from reality. Yeah. You know and and it brings reality even closer to us, but it also takes away the human factor in us. It's 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 amazing. You know, I'm thinking about uh, the homily that I heard at, at Christmas Mass. Okay, it was Monsignor Thalen and the homily, it was about there's no such thing as a perfect Christmas. You know, in everyone's mind, every single Christmas needs to live up to some obscure, you know, representation. It has to be a snowy day outside. There has to be a warm fireplace and a mountain of gifts underneath the tree and everything, and nothing can go wrong. That's BS, too. Right. Okay. It's about having a human Christmas, and I didn't just think about it as, as, as human Christmas. I thought about having it as a human day, because there's no such thing as a perfect day. We could have this huge expectation of what a perfect day could be, but every day is perfect. What's your ideal day? An ideal day for me is me waking up and going to bed in, 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 in a state of, of happiness. Being able to turn over and see my fiancé right next to me every single day is – it's a huge blessing, especially now since I just recently moved in with her. Right. And Everyone's like, oh my god, it's going to be such a huge adjustment. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, there's definitely things that we need to adjust to, but it's also a blessing at the same time. It's something that's beautiful, and I appreciate that. But, you know, it's – it's – I'm sorry, I lost my, my my train of thought right now because no, I'm just I just good, got bro. so
0: emotional right now. I respect it, bro. That's yeah. the whole purpose of this shit, man. That's exactly why I decided going into 2020, I want to have my boys on this show. Right. Like, I literally want to... I mean, when I had Jay Arp on the show, the episode's not going to come out before this one, but when I had John Arpino here and we were just talking, like, he's been on podcasts before. The kid lost 275 fucking pounds. But the thing is, every podcast he's been on, people haven't been able to ask him questions in which bring out emotions mm-hmm. right i mean i didn't mean for that one to bring no, out emotions cool. but i'm fucking glad that it did bro that's the type of connection and the type of realness that the people that tune into this need man i appreciate that oh, you're welcome but i mean that's what people need to hear they need to hear the real the real bro the fucking real but so let me ask you this because this is another thing that came up in my my coaching call and this is specific to me Uh it might not be specific to you but um and i know it's going to be specific to people that are out there listening so Oftentimes, my not necessarily success, but my happiness has been derived from achievement. And I'll give you a perfect example. I was going through this exercise and the exercise was to help me forgive myself for something that I did with my dad. Um, I, I essentially embarrassed him and myself while on the baseball field. I was pitching and bro, I was fucking good in baseball, bro. Like, I, I don't say it to be cocky. I'm, I had the right height. I had the right, you You're know, too you arm strength. you
1: to be playing in the league right That's
0: now. That's what I'm fucking saying, man. And, you know, it got to a point where I would let my ego and, and shit like that get in the way of my success. And a perfect example is what I'm about to say. I was on the pitcher's mound one day, and I was just having an off game. Bro, people have off games. But back then, I, right. could, I couldn't imagine me having an off game. Ever. And if I did... An off game meant I didn't go four for four at the plate. I went three for four. Mm -hmm. Like, this one game, I'm on the pitcher's mound, and I could not even throw a strike. I'm saying, like, a carousel around the bases, and that's frustrating to me because my coach isn't taking me out. So, what what eventually happened was me uh, essentially just getting into it with my dad, getting into it with my coach, and eventually walking off the field, leaving the game early, fighting with my dad on the way home, right? So, to that point, I was... You know, I was feeling the negative emotions. I was pissed, I felt numb. Honestly, I felt numb when I was asked the question by my coach, I was like, honestly, I don't think I felt anything. If I did, I was probably pissed off, I was angry, I was upset, I was embarrassed, all of that stuff. So then on the flip side, I look at it and every time I feel good is when I hit, I hit a big achievement. But the thing is, in the middle where there is no achievement or there is no like massive progress, nothing's really happening. So essentially, I want to ask you this question. How do you find a way to make your life based more off of the entire journey, the full journey, right? And not necessarily based on the regrets or the failures or the, the massive accomplishments, et cetera. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Okay, you ever get that? You know, you set a big goal for yourself, and you finally hit it, but then when it actually happens, you you realize like it wasn't as hard as as you thought it was going to be, right. or you don't feel the the same level of satisfaction as you you were hoping or anticipating for. Right, like, it just kind of seems like okay, I did it now. Now what? You know, you got to obviously set n- big goals for yourself. You know, especially now, it's the beginning of a new year. You know, you have to – a new decade for that matter. You know, what's life going to be like 10 years from now in in, the 2030s? It's going to be wild. We're going to be 37, bro. (sighs) Don't remind me, bro. It's going to be very different. It's going to be very different in 10 years. I'm very excited for it. But, you know, I I think about my my, my mentor, Tony, and he was like, you know, you ever get that goal that you set out for and you just – once you finally get there, it's like, oh, well. I thought I was going to be jumping for joy, and it just kind of seems like, it, okay, now right. what? What's next? You know, it's good to, to, to goal set for yourself. Obviously, you need to do that. You absolutely need to. But, you know, don't set your expectations so high sometimes because you don't want to necessarily let yourself down. Right. You know, so for you, you know, you're getting pissed off that, you know, you, you, you're, you're low in the bases. You, you can't throw a single freaking strike, and you get into a fight, you know, but – I'm sure there's been other moments in your in your life where you've been frustrated, but you, you dealt with the situation in a little bit of a different way, you know, not storming off having a temper tantrum. Let's face it, you're yeah. a kid, you were a kid at the time. We all do it. You know? Right. You'd be lying to say if you didn't. And it's, you know... Once you hit that goal, is it really all that, 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 that it was cracked up to be? Probably not. Yeah. You know, unless there's something like, oh, my God, I just, you know, I, I closed a $10 million deal, you know, and I got that going to the bank. That's something that's awesome. But then you're going to be excited for 10 seconds. And then once it happens, OK, now what? Right. You can't just set that one goal to be the end all be all. You know, it's, you have to have a goal and then a reach goal and an outrageous goal and a ridiculous goal. And then once you start hitting them, you're just going to come in strides. And then that what you thought was once a reach goal is now your normal goal. And then your 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 your, your insane goal was just, you know, your reach goal. It, you just it's it's leveling up. Yeah. You know, I, I forget what, what book I read it in. But I know Phil was talking about it. It's everyone thinks of time is a flat line going from left to right. You know, mm. start here end here. Okay. We need to. We need. But he said you need to start thinking about time as, uh, as a vertical line, and almost think of it as there's boards that slide into place, and once everything lines up, it's that's where you are in time. Like time is happening all at once. It's on a vertical scale. You're just not in alignment. with that specific point of life yet, mm-hmm. you know everything, and it almost seems to, to some it might be like life's a little predetermined. Uh, and again, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. So yeah, maybe the, maybe life is a little predetermined, but you're just not in that per, in that specific alignment right. at that certain time. You know, we all have a certain destiny to fulfill. You know, we're all put here for a specific reason. You know, and everyone's reason is different, but whenever you get to that point of accomplishment or that, that, that point of satisfaction, it's you're just reaching that point of alignment in that linear timeline. Yeah. And I guess life is completed when you could st- stick the key in and turn it almost and exactly. it, it unlocks.
0: Yeah. What are you doing to set goals these days? It's such a cliche topic, honestly, but I'm just curious the way people are doing it. I mean, obviously, you know, I was with Damon for three years and the way he was doing it was cool, but I can't say it was for me. So I'm always curious as to what people are doing on that front.
1: You know, I'm a, a very visual guy. You know, a lot of people say you got to write down your goals. You got not, the vision board. Not that I don't. I'm a big believer in the vision board. I love the vision. I got my my vision board upstairs. Everyone should. Uh, if for people that don't know what a vision board is, and you should by now, especially if you've listened to any of the Decoding Success podcasts, I'm sure at some point someone talked about it. I know Matt did. But a vision board is just simply you could be a, a piece of uh, of poster tag, they can just slap a couple of pictures on, maybe if you want to put it on the the background wallpaper of your computer or your phone. But it's something that you need to see. And some people like to have it written out and see it on like set it on the back screen of their phone, what their goals are. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm very visual. I want to see something, you know, because then if you see a picture of something that you you want or you want to achieve or you want to do, you know, your mind's already going to start thinking about how it could put you into that situation. You know, one that I've heard a few people talk about, like Jack Canfield. Someone, in fact, I've recommend a book, "The Success Success Principles." Right. I know you've read it before, uh, and I've read it. I've listened to it several times, and I, I actually do it as one of the first books every single year to kind of like reset myself. Interesting. But one of them is, is you, a part of your vision board is you take a picture, but try and like Photoshop yourself into that 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 picture. Put yourself in that moment. Because then, in your mind, your subconscious mind is thinking about how it's going to get you into that moment. Right, and you know it's great looking back at the end of the year what your vision board was uh, of the previous year, and did you accomplish? Did or did you set out and hit all those pictures that you set up on that board? No, not necessarily. You just add that onto next year's. Yeah, But to see that you hit pretty much 90% of them It's it's, it's wild nice. and, a, and a lot of it too is the visualization yeah. Live in that moment Nec- We don't necessarily need to want for You know later on in life But you know if, you, if you're if you seeing something You're setting it out And again I'm very visual I like to see pictures of things I like to if I want to travel to somewhere I'm going to put a picture of it up there If I want to buy myself a specific item Or, or get myself a car I'm going to put that exact car
0: Right. I'm and that's living, what you did. I remember I'm you got that, in that with moment. That, right? Yeah. I remember so. that. So you bring up the subconscious mind, and this is one thing that I've been talking about a lot recently. And I don't even mind sharing this example, but one thing that I've done to wire my subconscious mind in a way that I don't want it to be wired. So, one thing that I should say here is that I feel like a lot of individuals, if they do the vision board route or have goals, they should work with a coach or someone that could help them rewire their subconscious and i'm going to give you this example right here i very much so have wired my brain to believe that i will only be a bachelor i will never be married and jokingly and this is how powerful the spoken word is jokingly as i sit here for christmas as i sit here for thanksgiving at this table with my family and they're like matt What's going on? Do you have a girlfriend? You're dating someone. And I'm like, nah, I'm six foot five. I'm going to be a fucking bachelor for life. Bro, that wires your subconscious mind to believe that. Right. So it's a really powerful thing that I think individuals should take into consideration because that subconscious mind and the way it's currently wired will limit you to achieving the things that you want to achieve. And I can give you plenty of examples, right? Right. That was my fucking subconscious mind limiting where I could go, how much further I could move forward because it's saying, no, 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 that is not for you. You are to be a bachelor for life. Right. Right. Same thing in different situations. And I don't mind sharing this publicly. I've said it multiple times from, I think it was 19, 20, 21 years old. I watched my bank account go from 10,000 to zero, 20,000 to zero, 30, 30,000 to zero, three years straight. Mm-hmm. That shit fucking hurt. Yeah. Right? But that was all a fucking limit that my subconscious mind set right. due to scarcity, bro. It's fucking crazy when you think about how powerful the subconscious mind actually is.
1: I got one for you. How you frame it is how you live it. If you're going to keep saying something about yourself, that's who you're going to be. Right. If you're going to keep telling people that story of I'm six foot five and I'm a bachelor and I'm going to always <laughs> live that way. Well, guess what? How you frame it is how you live. I it. love it. So if you want to keep telling everyone that, you're telling other people a story. But are you being true to yourself? If that's not something you want, if that's something you want to change it, you need to start telling yourself something different. you got to start your day with a freaking affirmation guy. You believe in those? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, bro, like affirmations can be so fucking fake if you don't believe They're annoying them. as hell sometimes, believe me. But you need to really believe in what you're saying. I mean, you know, do I do affirmations all the time? No. Right. That's it's why hard. I it's like. Hard. That's why I like doing the. Vi- I like seeing the visual. Right. But, dude, if you're gonna keep telling someone the same exact story, you're gonna start living it the same exact way. Right. If you're saying that I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor. Guess what? Your body your your mind's not thinking about how to get rich. No, it's you're thinking- gonna think about how you're gonna stay poor. Right. It's fucking. If you crazy. say I'm a multi fucking millionaire and you got you got zero dollars in your bank account, who gives a shit? You're still a fucking multi millionaire. Right. Because then you're going to figure out a way to make it happen. Right. Again, think about that linear timeline where it's vertical. You are that multimillionaire. You're just not in that perfect alignment at that point. Yeah. Make it happen. Figure it out. But how you do frame your life is how you are going to live your life.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I I, I don't know if I can get back on affirmations. I will tell you, beginning of 2019, and we were just at Tony Robbins November 2018, after that (coughs) – I was very much so doing affirmations from, I want to say, November 2018 to March 2019. And then I stopped. I had an interview with someone, and I'll I'll leave him nameless. And he was like, dude, affirmations are fake unless they're from the Bible. And I'm like, okay, I could get down with that. So I changed my affirmations to more religious ones. um, And I'm just like, nah, not for me. You know, like, I, I tried it, not for me. But I don't know, I feel like unless you fucking believe it, it's not true. And it's the same thing in multiple different aspects. Not just affirmations, but if you're gratitude journaling every morning, you're, you're putting down three points. Bro, if you don't believe you're really grateful for that, you're just wasting fucking ink out of your pen. And not for nothing, these pens are the only ones I write with, and they're fucking expensive. Yeah. And you're also wasting your time as well. You're wasting your fucking time. You're not getting those 15 minutes That's back. what it is. All right. How do you fucking switch that belief, bro? How do you believe it? Repetition? Dude,
1: I'm the biggest confidence man there is. Uh, you're my hype man. I fucking love it. That's why I text you for everything. Everyone literally always said that you know you're, you're inspirational, you're motivational, and right. you're, you're, you're you're always confident in what you're doing because that's how I live my life. I don't half ass anything. I always believe in myself more than anyone else. Right. You know, but I'm confident in whatever I'm doing and whatever decision I'm making. It it has to be the right one at that moment. Right. If you. Going back to that regret, if you live life with any level bit of regret, you're going to think to yourself, oh, what if I did this differently? You know, what if I acted a different way? Right. Or what if I didn't say what I want? If I didn't say that stupid thing to, to that chick, you know, it, it, why are we not together anymore? Right. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, you got to be confident in what you're doing, because if you don't believe in what you're saying, what you're feeling, what you're telling yourself, what you're telling others. Dude, it's all you're. You're. You're fake. You're phony. That's what it is, man. You become a fucking fraud. You've. Re- it's. It's true, and I could tell you, everyone out there, or most people I know out there, are frauds because yeah. they tell them. They tell other people one story, and what they are is I actually something, something completely different. Yeah, man. And I get yo, what happens behind closed doors is you know is totally up to you. And yeah, we could be different than what we tell people. But if if you're not confident in what you believe and what you're saying, it's. Dude, you're faking your you're, you're a fraud. And that's how you're going to be. Right. You know, and you, you could try and say, oh, yeah, I, I like to do this. I like to do that. I like to go see these shows where you're just lying to someone, you know, puts it like this. I like Star Wars. Okay. And my fiance, not she hates it. She just doesn't get it and just not interested. She don't give a fuck. So why am I going to make her come and see the new the new movie that I've been talking about for, for two months now? Right when why am I going to force that upon her right so I'll let her do do her thing she lets me do mine but again you can't force your your beliefs on someone else yeah you have to just accept what it is and just that's it because that's not it. everyone's going to like what you like not everyone's going to do things the way you do it but as long as you're comfortable with what you're doing and how you're handling it who gives a fuck
0: it is what it is it is what it is as you fucking said I love it bro I love it. Yo, we've been running for 40 minutes here. It's beautiful. I could go for days. It feels like just a normal conversation. That's why we're doing this, man. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing this. Hopefully, you're coming back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like soon, not like... uh, You know me, you got to pencil me in. I'm a busy fucking man. I know you are. That's why I'm about to pull up the calendar and and try and get another date here. Let's do it. For real, bro. I appreciate you hopping on this. Yeah,
1: it's been it's been an honor. It's been wild. And you know, I've been saying for a while I need to get on a podcast. This is actually my very first one. So I'm Ever? On. First one ever. Oh, I've ne- bro. I've you're never a been fucking on. pro. That's what I'm saying. You pop my cherry, bro. Wow. Now you're gonna remember me, me forever, now bro. Now you gotta take me out for a steak dinner along. Luger's. With it. Let's go to Luger's, there right? Go. now. Damn. Awesome. So
0: We'll have you back, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll make sure that right after this we we get something on the books. I'm going to have... All of your social stuff, the social handles, links and things of that nature in the show notes so that people can connect with you, familiarize
1: themselves with you. Because you're going to be seeing me more often. So you got to yeah. know who I am and what I'm about.
0: Eventually seeing actually, eventually seeing. Right now we're only hearing, but soon to be, this will be um, I think a the bigger next, production. I think
1: the next big thing of 2000 or the, the, the next decade is not podcasting, it's vlogging and doing, you know, do, doing like the podcast while recording it. I mean, obviously, yeah. look at Joe Rogan, what he's doing, you know? I love sure, that. it's one thing to, to, to hear, it, but another thing to also see it at the same time.
0: We're trending there, man. We're trending there once... Uh, this is going to be a big year for decoding success. I'm not even just saying that to say it, but we just hit a couple 800 download days in a row. At first, it was one, and then I'm like, uh, you know, it could happen once, it's lucky. Next thing you know, like, three days after that, we had like a 700-something download day, and then, like three days after that I think it was the day before Christmas Eve we hit like uh, 780 something again I was just like yo
1: we're going somewhere with this that's just one year that's just yeah one year because you started at the beginning of 2019 December 24th oh no sorry December 4th 2018 What's what's next year looking like cuz it's it, one b- before we wrap this last thing up, you know, and you want to th- start setting about goal, goal setting, you know, right. I don't necessarily write down my goals. But one thing I'm a strong believer of and I think each and every one of us should be doing this is especially now it's a brand new year. Right. Don't set resolutions cuz they're bullshit. I hate those. I want you to write a journal entry to yourself but talking as if. So, I you date it, so today is January 3rd, 2020. I want you to date it January 3rd uh, 2021, but I want you to write it as a past tense journal, reflecting on this last year and what you did, what you saw, what you heard, who who you met, what you accomplished, right? And write as if, because again, just putting it down on paper, you're gonna your your subconscious mind is really gonna make it happen. Yeah. And I do it every single year. I don't do it in January actually, because again, I think resolutions are bullshit. I write them in the middle of December because when people are looking in December as time to wind down the year, I'm looking at a way to start planning out how I'm doing 2020. And I could tell you my 2020 is looking beautiful. I could imagine. Because I've already seen what that day looks like and I've reflected on that in that year and 2020 is going to be... You know, some wild things are going to happen. I could a Wild and great things are going to happen. And it's it's amazing. And it's you also need to read this. So do save it. You know, set a reminder on your phone right. to reopen. And re- how often le- are you reading it? I I, I it's, it's almost like a time capsule. I won't reread it until that following year on that really? date when I wrote it. Because I want to see how, how it progressed. Right. Because every year that I've done it, I've probably been doing it for three or four years now. It's almost been... Down to the T of exactly it happened. But you got to be specific. Right. So don't be vague. Don't say, oh, I met this person. How did you meet that person? Where did you meet them? When did it happen? Right. Any specific thing that that happened, anything that you especially want to reflect and look back on your year and and summarize it in that, be very specific on the details of how it happened. Because again, you're pretty much making the blueprint. Yeah. Because before you start building a house, you need a blueprint for it. And once you got it, 100%
0: Start building it No I love that That's fucking huge I I did it When you texted me I think you were in Arizona At the time You said Matt you, you were hype. You were really hype. You are like, yo, I just did this. And when the hype man gets hype, you know you need to be hype about it. Yeah, I was hype. I was hype. So at that point, I took out my journal. I think I did like five to seven, eight pages of just different paragraphs of different things that I have going on and how I want to improve them, et cetera, et cetera. Whether, whether that is this podcast, and that's how we got on this topic, the podcast, the business, um, relationships. Um, Sunday night group things of that nature I was just I need to get a little bit more detailed now that you say that I wasn't as detailed I just kind of put outcomes and I can I continuously use the phrase I am proud of me or I am proud of you for doing XYZ right so it's a great fucking practice man it is it's a great practice I love it you don't have to share this
1: with anyone Right, right, right. And you could be very specific and still not happen. So what? Because then you know what you need to be working on in the following year.
0: Right. Yeah. I love it, bro. Fucking tools for success right here. You need to come out with the book. One day. One day. It's coming.
1: I know it's coming. Not not to sound like I'm a procrastinator procrastinating because there definitely will be the book by brian fasheen one day and i, I know, love that i don't know what it's going to be called yet I love but that. it's going to be out there it's going to be wild so Good. look at on your your closest amazon <laughs> i don't know what's going to happen by the time i release it <laughs> who knows it might be being a, it it might be a different, different amazon i doubt it though but yeah uh yeah it's, it's, it's gonna be wild brian will drop the, the knowledge bombs in due time i fucking love it bro i appreciate you hopping on i here, appreciate bro. you having me